Hello there, welcome along to the first ever Essex Ghost Hunters podcast. My name is Russ, um, I'm one of the founding members of Essex Ghost Hunters, um, and with all the turmoil that we're in and all the boredness that we're in at the moment, I just thought we'd um, try something different. Um, if this decides to work, um, then we will carry on doing the podcast. Um, now, uh, what we're going to talk about is today um, is where it all really started for myself and Essex Ghost Hunters. Um, I've been working in the spiritual field for roughly around 20 plus years now. Um, Essex Ghost Hunters hasn't been going for that long, um, well not 20 years long, um, that's been going for around about 10 years. So back when it all started, as we said, for myself, um, it's going to be a very personal sort of account of how it all started. Um, so I was going through um, a bit of a bad spell in my life. Um, things were happening in my home life that um, I couldn't really get my head around. Um, and I was laying in bed one night, sound asleep, and I just remember the, a cupping feel that come across my ear, and my name being said, it was a very raspy sound, with the name like, Russ. But I didn't think anything of it, um, I just generally thought I was having some sort of dream, uh, so I just I just put it to one side, um, but after a few nights of this um, struggling to sleep, and when I did get to sleep, um, I had the same I had the same thing happen quite a few times throughout the night. Um, but as as time got on, I just placed it to really nothing. I just thought it was dreams. And one day, I decided that I was going to take the dog for a walk. Well, I did. I do, t- took the dog for a walk every every night. And as this happened, that the the dog used to run out of my house. It used to run up the alleyway, and my alleyway was next to uh, up my pathway. Was I lived next to an alleyway, so the dog ran up the alleyway. It turned the corner. And it always used to wait for me. He was always on a lead. Um, but um, I locked the door, walked round to him. And as I walked up the alleyway, as I turned the corner to go up the alleyway, um, a gentleman walked past me and knocked me flat on the floor. You know, like barred shoulders. And I was actually gobsmacked. I thought, what the bloody hell has just gone on there? Um I was quite dazed and confused and in my spit of you know my moments I got up in a spit of rage and I thought I'm not having that he never even said sorry um so I got up and I went to chase the gentleman and it was gone he was gone he was gone and he couldn't have hid anywhere um I was looking under cars I was looking down alleyway uh, pathways but I lived on a straight road um I could look left and right and see a good 
you know, 100 yards, 200 yards either way. Um, he was gone. He was totally gone. I'd never seen a gentleman. I'd lived in the property all my life. Um, and, you know, you know, you get to know all your residents and all the people like that. Um, but he was gone. And I was gobsmacked. It was the first, you know, I could explain the gentleman to you. Um, he had a flat cap on. Um, he had um, like a blazer with um, something on his lapels um, and stripes on or badges on his on um, on like the the breast of the uh, the blazer, um, and he was very much like a he he was unshaven, but quite a clean cut shave. Um, that makes sort of sense. You could see sort of like a stubble, but it seemed quite um, trim and nice. So I I carried on the with my dog like I did every day. And I was absolutely walking the dog around the block. And I didn't know where to turn, what to do. It just kept going over in my head, over in my head. So that night I rung through to my... Um, my uncle, Simon, you all well know, is also a founding member of Essex Ghost Hunters. And um, I explained to him what had happened. Um, we couldn't really grasp it. Um, but that night I decided I need to, that was it. I'm going to do more about this. I need to figure out what is actually going on. So is what I did, is I went to find the nearest spiritual shop, or spiritualist church, whatever you, you just seem to call it, and there was one in Elm Park, um, near where I used to live, unfortunately it's not there anymore, um, as I walked in, there was a gentleman called Ross, and um, a lady's name that I can't remember, um, to be fair, um, but I walked in, and the first thing she said to me was, there is a lot of baggage on your back. And I didn't really understand what she was going on about. Um, I didn't, didn't pay too much attention, to be fair. Um, but then she started to explain, and the first thing she said is, you've had quite a shock within the spiritual world. And I was like, I generally don't know what she means. And then all of a sudden she said, she had told me exactly what had happened. I walked out my door and spirit knocked me over. Or you'd met a spirit passing that caused shock. I don't think she said knocked me over, but she said you sort of brushed past each other. You tried to look. And I thought, whoa, hang on a minute, there's something a bit odd about that, um, because at this time, I'd not really um, experienced anything, um, but is then she decided, decided to go on, and she said, this is the second time that you've experienced this, I said, no, it's not. She said, yes, it is the second time. And I couldn't I couldn't even contemplate where I'd seen another spirit before. 
Then all of a sudden she said, you need to go back in your brain. I was suffering from um, what we now call like a psychic amnesia, a spiritual amnesia where you forget things that are quite obvious to you. Um, so I sat there with her and she said, please look back. And all of a sudden I remembered. I said, this goes back further than I actually, my mind contemplated because I would say probably 10, no, say seven to 10 years prior before this, um, Simon took myself and a bunch of friends um, on a little road trip to the most haunted location in Essex, Baldy Rectory. And we was all sort of giggling and laughing as, you know, youngsters would do. But we, we, we took it, you know, at first we took it a little bit light-hearted. But it wasn't. We, I generally saw um, a little boy standing behind the gravestone in Bawley Rectory Church. Um, so that is what she was saying. I'd already seen it twice, or I'd seen spirit twice, is what I'll say. Um, but I just totally forgot. Um, we'll come back, hopefully in a later episode, that we'll, I'll talk about more about Bawley Rectory um, for myself. But that is one of the first experiences I had with spirit. Um, I made Simon drive away from the location very, very quickly. Um, and we all, um, everyone laughed and joked about it in the car because they didn't really believe me at the time. Um, blah, blah, blah. But when we done our second um, trip along there, something was inside the car and everyone felt it. Um, and we drove off very quickly. But I say, I'll elaborate on them stories more in hopefully another episode of the podcast. Um, as I get back, so yes, I remembered the story. So I told the lady that, um, I'm trying to think of the lady's name, but um, I can't think of her name. Um, but it'll come to me. It'll definitely come to me, hopefully by the end of this. Um, but we, she carried on and she told me, and finally, she said, have you been hearing things in the middle of the night? And that was it. My um, my mouth was dropped. I dropped me, um, me, me, what did you say? Me jaw dropped, hit the floor. Um, because, yes, I had the, the rasping of my name. And she said to me, she believed it was my great granddad. Uh, my great granddad, Percy. Um, so I said, okay, I said, I never met my great granddad, but I can also take it away, um, and ask my grandparents who he was. Um, and that's what I did. Um, and she, as I walked out, um, the other gentleman said, his name was Ross. He said, um, you've got a gift. You need to explore your gift. Um, I couldn't really understand what he meant by that. So he then I said to him, I don't I don't really get what you're saying there, Ross. Um, can you you know I I I haven't got a gift as I'm you know I'm not I'm not important. Um, you know he said you'd be able to contact the spirit world and speak with spirit. He said, can I make a suggestion that you come to our um circle on a um Thursday evening, 
this was Tuesday. I said, I'd love to. He said, but I can't this week. I can only do next week. So that's what I did. Um, I I made my um, presence mound into the spiritual circle with uh, other people where I met some great friends. Um, miss them dearly. Um, we still want to stay in contact with a few. Um, unfortunately, the, you know, our teacher who was teaching us the, the beloved Yvonne Parker passed away tragically, um, sadly, um, out of the blue. Um, but she taught me all she knew. Um, and that's, you know, that's really, she, she made me into the person I am spiritually today. Um, but at this point, Essex Ghost Hunters had only really just been a, 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 a hobby. Um, none of us were spiritually connected. None of us knew um, how to speak to spirit or anything like that. We would just go out with a video camera, stand in a location that we believed was haunted and just go from there really and see where it took us. But after a while, the when we would want to make this more and find out more, um, this is the you know the next step into that. And the first place we went was when we you know when I become spiritually um, connected, what I like to be called connected, and could hear and work with my guides. Um, hopefully I'll go through all my guides in um in the next or another podcast. And um, this is just how it all started for myself and maybe Essex Ghost Hunters. Um so we went back to Bawley Rectory. And this is where I met my first guide. Um she was a lady, very stereotypical, you can all laugh. Um but it was a lady in a white dress. Um, and her name is Lady Rose. But she would always only come and sit next to me at Bawley Church. And she said to me that I'm your guide. And we got acquainted and, you know, everything was great. Um, she helped me work with spirit, um, give messages, connect with spirit, as well as the people on the earth plane. Um, Yvonne, Vicky, Jackie, all the people in the class that was um, very close to me would help me. Um, but in that situation, you still have to have spiritual help as well as earth plane help. And that's where your guides come into it. Um, so I took the guide away. Well, she, I don't take away. She's still present at Bawley Rectory for others. But she works very closely with myself. Um, so I went back. I said, I'd like to, you know, I've met my guide. And when we do the meditation, she comes through and all things like that. Um, and then one day when I was getting, you know, sort of stronger with spirit and working more with spirit, um, we'd go different locations and different I'd pick up on different things and it was like a total mind blur. Do you know, I didn't know how to turn it off or turn it on or, you know, it was just everything was coming at once. Um, and that's how 
Yvonne and the girls and all that at the, the shop used to teach me. I had to learn how to switch on, switch off and control the whole spiritual world for me. Not the whole, but when they want to talk to me, I don't control the whole spiritual world, obviously. But when they want to come near, I can control who I speak to. Um, so that's how we did. And I would be finding things out when we'd go on locations, um, letting information know and things like that. And then we went to a location called Cold Christmas up in Hertfordshire somewhere. And... It is a very dark energy place. Um, quite sad, in a way, um, because the location is really nice, in my eyes. But um, there's a lot of dark energy there. And it was myself, Simon, and Ryan. And I said to Simon, he said, I'm getting things coming through my head. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't write. I said, right, this is how... It all started for myself. I didn't really know how to control it. And at that point, I I had to sort of stop learning and become a teacher because of the situation we was in. Um, and it was only, it felt right at the time that Simon also knew how to do this. Um, and that's what we did. I said, right, Simon, just take a few deep breaths. I want you to just, concentrate on what you're feeling and what you you're being told the first thing we did was a grounding and protection from his guides who he might he didn't know at the time but um he would have is what we did was we just stopped thought about it and we asked his guides to come through he, they didn't make himself known at that particular point but he was giving some very good evidence in the graveyard and we was actually getting confirmation by that by finding the gravestones that people are linked with and we could find out in history and all of a sudden we had this ability of myself and Simon being able to communicate with spirit um, and we felt that it was quite a good connection so then at that point, I said, right, Simon, I can't really take you any further than what we've got. So you can have to, you're going to have to come with, come to classes with us. And he said, oh, but I haven't got, he said, but no, you're going to have to come because you're going to have to learn this, aren't we? And then Simon took the plunge. Uh, we both started going to weekly classes, um, learning the ways of spirit. Um, and, and going from there, really... Um, and it was it was really the start of EG Essex Ghost Hunters. Even though Essex Ghost Hunters has started a little bit before then, but we wasn't very spiritually connected. Um, from when me and Simon become very well connected, we had the confidence then to start up EGH as a company or a an events company. I say we still do all our little bits, but it, it, it is something that we love because it is a a a um a teaching of giving someone the ability to know that spirit is there. Um, and I think that is one of the most important things. It's just a a lot of people says, oh, their spirit doesn't exist and blah blah blah. But really, it is a matter of 
proving the only major thing is there is life after death. It doesn't just end when we die. Um, there is a there is a meaning to it all, um, and that is one of our main reasons we started Essex Ghost Hunters events. A because we want to see these fantastic locations and get there haunted, but it's actually to also see um, other people's faces and enjoyment um, when they get a message from their loved ones, or you know they can get evidence um, of that. And we you know we entice people to help with that sort of thing. So that really is just the basic story of our. Essex Ghost Hunters started and my spiritual journey um, over the next few weeks and months hopefully this podcast continues um, we'll get we will get um, oh, look at that look at that I don't know what that is on my phone which is a bit of a freaky thing my phone don't make them sort of noises how weird is that um <laughs> that is that is freaky um perhaps it's telling me perhaps it's spirit telling me that's time for me to um shut my mouth but um over the next coming weeks we'll hopefully get more team members doing some more about how they've enjoyed you know getting involved with spirit how they've their journeys to the spirit world has uh unfolded because i think there's more stories out there that you'll enjoy so as all i want to say now is thank you to listening for my first ever essex ghost hunters podcast please join us next week again hopefully um we'll talk about something different um please please follow us on facebook at essex ghost hunters instagram at essex ghost hunters and twitter at esx ghost hunters um, I am Russell Old. Thank you ever so much for listening and stay safe, guys. Thank you. <laughs>